Welcome to the Life After Sugar podcast. The podcast that's not just about sugar, but about your relationship with it and also with food and especially with yourself. So if you want to discover your life after sugar and hear inspiring stories from all kinds of people who also cut out sugar in their way, at their pace, for their own reasons, this is the podcast for you. Because you know, when you take away the sugar, you can finally discover the real sweetness in your life. I'm your host, Netta Gorman. And this week, I'm answering a very, very common question that I get and that I see in different groups. Where do I even start? I mean, how do I start cutting sugar and flour and sweeteners or even one of the three without feeling like I'm restricting myself or I'm denying myself or that I'm white knuckling it through the day? So I'll be answering this question in just a minute. But first, I just wanted to read to you a few of the reviews that the Life After Sugar podcast has had over the last couple of years because I realized that I'd never actually read them out before and there's plenty of them. So here's a review back from the beginning of the podcast from someone who signs themselves as Carrie Jass1234 and she says that the podcast is incredibly informative and helpful and she continues, not only is Netta a joy to listen to, the content of the podcast is very interesting, incredibly informative and extremely helpful. She says, I have learned so much and can't wait to hear more episodes. I've been following a sugar-free, gluten-free and soy-free diet, in air quotes, for over a month and feel fabulous. I plan to continue for the rest of my life because I just feel so good. I have so much more energy. I've lost the last five pounds. I look younger and just feel all around fantastic. Can't even imagine going back to my old way of eating. Fantastic to read. And another review is from Tid1970 who says, So inspiring. Netta, you are serving a powerful and unique need in this world. Hearing other people's stories is immensely helpful in fostering the I'm not alone understanding on this sugar freedom journey. Yes, the stories on this podcast are what makes it so inspiring. And if you still haven't rated and reviewed this podcast, it's not too late to do so. In your podcast player, just scroll down and click on write a review and tell me what you think of this podcast. Has it helped you in your life after sugar? Has it made you see sugar a little bit differently? And don't forget to give this podcast a lovely five-star rating. Thank you. All right, so the question that I get the most often is, where do I start? And not just where do I start, but how do I start my life after sugar? In other words, how do I start cutting sugar without feeling that, I'm losing out. And that is at the heart of the matter, how you feel, not just about sugar and about what you eat, but about yourself. Now, I've been told over my 30-year teaching career that my superpower is making people think. 
And that, in my humble opinion, is the first step to your life after sugar, the first step in where do I start, by starting to think differently about sugar. What do I mean by that? Well, I see all over the place people referring to sugar as poison or with any other kind of negative word. Now, I don't want to get into the technicalities of semantics of whether or not sugar is actually a poison. For once, it's not the actual words that I'm interested in, but it's how we relate to sugar. The approach of life after sugar is not to replace our love for sugar by hate for sugar, because then we're just perpetuating an emotional connection with sugar. My approach in life after sugar is to help you get to a place where you have a peaceful and neutral relationship with sugar. In other words, where sugar's not even on your radar and you can get to a place where you don't need it or miss it anymore. Well, that's all very lovely in theory, but how do you make it happen? Most people concentrate on the food first. My approach is a little bit different. And in fact, I talked about the five mistakes that many people make when they first want to reduce sugar in episodes 70 and 71 of this podcast. But I want to go into a little bit of detail now so that you can see why I think the best thing to do first is not change what you eat. It's to start changing how you think. For example, in your general life, are you the type of person that is like all or nothing, a hundred percent, you jump in with both feet. Is that your natural personality? If it is, great, nobody's asking you to change that, but it's good to recognize that because that will probably have an effect on how you stop eating sugar. Some people find freedom in stopping all types of sugars right from the get-go, and some other people find that particularly restrictive and that type of approach makes them suffer. It's all good because it all depends on your natural personality and if you don't respect that, then life after sugar is likely not to be sustainable for you and if I may add, going against your natural personality and trying to fit yourself into some kind of food plan or way of eating sounds awfully like the diet culture to me. My suggestion is to start with you, with who you are. So if you are an all or nothing sort of person, you may be more of an abstainer. And if you're the type that needs a little bit of sugar here and there so that you don't feel restricted or on a diet, then you may be more of a moderator. One is not better than the other. And in fact, I go into more detail about moderators and abstainers in episode 12 of this podcast. Now, one thing I have noticed, though, is that a lot of people start out believing that they're moderators. And then after a while, they realize, oh, wait, I think I'm more of an abstainer. And this has much less to do with you as an individual as it does with what sugar does to your brain. Because it's pretty rare that people can really moderate sugar because sugar very, very often prevents moderation because for many, many people, 
it hijacks their brain. And they find that just a little bit often snowballs down a slippery slope and their moderation becomes exaggeration. So for some people after a certain period of time when they reduce sugar, they get to the realization that where sugar specifically is concerned, they're better off abstaining completely and moderating everything else. I just wanted to take a quick break to tell you that this week's episode is brought to you by the After Sugar Club, which is where you'll get the step-by-step guidance you need from me to help you let go of sugar and the emotional hold it has on you so that you can get to a place of freedom where you don't even need, want or miss it anymore. Check out everything that's included in the After Sugar Club at aftersugarclub.com and click on the green button, join the club. Another thing to think about when you're preparing yourself to start your life after sugar is to think about why you want to reduce or cut sugar. What is your big why? What is your reason for doing this other than some sort of intellectual reason to do with the fact that sugar is bad for you? Is there a deeper reason for you? If you've listened to any of the Life After Sugar podcast episodes, you'll see that there are as many ways of reducing or cutting sugar as there are different individuals. Everyone has their own reason or reasons in the plural. What's yours? Is it to do with your weight? Is it to do with your health? And if so, what aspect of your health? Is it to do with the fact that you feel that sugar has an emotional hold on you and you don't want to carry on living that way? Is it to do with your family history? Maybe you were rewarded with sugar when you were a child and now that you're an adult, you want to be able to find reward in other ways than with sugar. Or maybe you have diabetes or Alzheimer's or another type of condition that runs in your family and you want to do everything you can to put all the odds in your favour. Maybe you're already doing intermittent fasting and you're realising that sugar's getting in the way and cravings are getting in the way of your fasting schedule or you're overeating in your window. And what you really want is to make your intermittent fasting lifestyle easy and natural. Maybe you want to be a good role model for your kids or your grandkids. So start by thinking about, and preferably noting down, your reason for starting your life after sugar. That's a great place to start. And yes, when people ask me, where do I start my life after sugar? I know what they're looking for, are ideas for what to eat. And I do give plenty of ideas for what to eat in episode two of this podcast as well as in episode 66 that's called What Do You Eat in a Day? You can also listen to episode 5 of this podcast about the types of sugars because although it's relatively easy to spot the obvious added sugars in sweet foods and candies and sodas and so on, it's not quite as easy to spot the hidden sugars 
in non-sweet starchy foods and even many savoury products that are very often flour-based. In fact, I talked about this in episode 74 of this podcast about the marketing and advertising of sugar. And that brings me to the question, well, what is there left to eat? How do I even start reducing sugar? How do I know what to buy at the grocery store? And what do I make with all those ingredients? Here's my tip of where to start. Start with food. Now, you may think I'm being a bit cheeky to answer that way, but I promise I'm 100% serious. Start with food. I think the problem is that a lot of us have lost touch with what real food is. We're so used to having boxes and packets and cans and sachets and bags of processed foods on our supermarket shelves and in our homes that we've sort of lost touch with what real food even is. Plus, the processed foods industry has done a great job in making us believe that their products are more fun and delicious and even healthy than real, actual, unprocessed whole foods. So what are these foods? Well, meats, seafood, fish, plant-based proteins like tofu, seitan, tempeh, legumes and pulses, beans and seeds and nuts, herbs and spices, including vinegar, and of course, vegetables and fruits that haven't been tampered with, juiced, pureed, whizzed up into smoothies, whole vegetables and whole fruits. And with fruits, especially the lower sugar ones, like berries and citrus fruits, but not exclusively these. In fact, I talk specifically about fruit in episode 82 of this podcast. What else? Well, for people who tolerate dairy, there's fermented dairy like yogurt and kefir, sour cream and cheese, and also unsweetened non-dairy milks for people who like them, and also unprocessed fats and oils like animal-based ones like beef tallow, butter, ghee, duck fat, lard, and plant-based oils that haven't been refined and tampered with by the processed foods industry, oils such as coconut oil and extra virgin olive oil, for example. And my favourite, gut-healthy probiotic fermented foods and drinks. Lacto-fermented foods and drinks are also real foods. And you may already know that I teach about how to make fermented foods and drinks, such as sauerkraut, kimchi, yogurt, kefir, and kombucha. And what about sweeteners? Well, there really aren't that many natural sweeteners, and I talk about them in episode 64 of this podcast called What About Monk Fruit and Stevia? My personal approach is to train or recalibrate your taste buds to enjoy less and less sweetness over time so that you're not always running after sweet tastes to get that dopamine high that sugar used to give you. And in that way, you're far more likely 
to experience what real freedom from sugar feels like. So I hope this episode and the other episodes that I mentioned here can help you know where to start your life after sugar. And in the next episode of the Life After Sugar podcast, I'll be giving you some practical, actionable steps for your life after sugar, whether you're at the beginning or well on your way. So look out for next week's episode. Because as I say in the introduction, when you take away the sugar, you can finally discover the real sweetness in your life. And I wish I'd had some support and encouragement and accountability when I first started out on my sugar-free journey back in 2015, but there really wasn't anything around and I felt all alone. So I created my own website and my own community, specially for other health-conscious and like-minded people who don't just want to change what they eat, They want to transform their relationship with sugar and make it a peaceful relationship where you don't need or miss sugar anymore. So if you want some free resources about what real whole foods are and where the processed food companies hide those sneaky sugars, then head on over to my website aftersugarclub.com and click on the tab What to Eat. You'll find three videos there, one about which foods don't have added sugars, another about how to find these foods at the grocery store, and the third video is about what's the deal with fermented foods, because these are also whole foods that look after your gut health, and gut health is central to your general health. And while you're there on the website at aftersugarclub.com, download my five tips for getting rid of cravings. Whether you're an intermittent faster or not, cravings can really stop you from feeling free with your food. So download those five tips at aftersugarclub.com and you can get more free resources and tips on the Life After Sugar YouTube channel, the Life After Sugar Facebook page and come and subscribe to my Instagram account at my life after sugar. That's where I post pictures of what I eat, what I do, sometimes some inspiring quotes, or sometimes just pictures of our cat, so that you can see that it's totally possible to live a fun and active life, even if you don't eat sugar. And if you're ready to get some personal guidance, support, and accountability, so that you can let go of sugar and feel more confident in your food choices, and feel healthier because you've finally made peace with sugar so that you get to a point where you don't need it or miss it anymore, then the After Sugar Club is the place for you. Together with myself and a group of other like-minded health-conscious people, you'll get all the guidance you need in our supportive and friendly community so that you don't just change what you eat, you change how you think and how you see sugar, so that you can enjoy the real sweetness in your life. Join us in the After Sugar Club today. Go to aftersugarclub.com and click on the green button, join the club. Thank you for listening. That's it for this week. Keep in touch and see you soon for another episode.